matter how severe the storm may be, isn't it a joy to know? Isn't it a joy to know that Jesus, God, is the controller of storms? What a comfort it is to know, no matter how severe the storms of life may be, that Jesus is there to be with us. And so our theme for this morning, Jesus delivers us from the storms of life. Let's examine how Jesus calmed the storms, the storm on the Sea of Galilee, that night when he was traveling with his disciples in a boat. You know, in the Lord's Prayer, we pray, deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. And as we examine this account of Jesus calming the storm this morning, I hope we can better understand how the Lord calms the storms in our lives and delivers us from evil. There's always a calm before the storm. There's always a calm in the midst of the storm. And there's always a calm after the storm. I want to talk about those three possibilities. The calm before, the calm during, and the calm after. As we consider this account. The calm before the storm. Our text says, When evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across the Sea of Galilee to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with him in the boat, just as he was, and the other boats were with him. They took Jesus with him in the boat. Just as he was means that he was exhausted, he was tired. Jesus had been doing ministry. Jesus had been teaching all day long. He was exhausted just as he was. He had told them, uh, he'd been ministering about their needs. He had told them about the kingdom of God, about how God is alive in the hearts of his people, about how God loves his people no matter what happens to them, no matter what's going on, no matter what sin may bind them, no matter what the circumstances are, the kingdom of God lives in us because God dwells in you. And when he finished teaching, he traveled by boat to the other side of the lake. And the people hadn't had enough. The people couldn't get enough of Jesus. And they all got in their boats. The crowds got in their boats. And they followed Jesus. So you can imagine the scene there on the Sea of Galilee. The peaceful scene. It's evening and the water is calm. And, and here you've got this caravan of boats traveling across the Sea of Galilee with the disciples' boats and Jesus leading them. Beautiful image. Peaceful, calm, serene. And Jesus was missing it all. Do you know why? Well, he was asleep in the stern of the boat, right? He was exhausted. And for Jesus, this was the calm before the storm. This was the calm before Jesus stormed too. For too soon, they would place the crown of thorns upon his head. Too soon, they would beat him with a whip too soon they would call out names and how much they hated him and how much they wanted him to die and too soon he would hang in excruciating pain from the cross too soon he would pray father if it's possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not my will be done but your will be done too soon the storm would come yes it was a a beautiful, peaceful image. The calm before the storm. But now Jesus is at rest. He's sleeping as if there's no worries. He's sleeping as if nothing's going to happen in the future. As if there's going to be no difficulties. Well, our Savior is 
our peaceful solution. Do you remember the words of our epistle lesson? In the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is a favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Jesus delivers us. Jesus helps us through every, every storm of life. He not only delivers us from the problems of life, He restores our soul. He delivers our souls. And He calms our troubled hearts. Fear not, He says, I'm with you. Be not dismayed, I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I love that Bible verse. Fear not, I'm with you. Be not dismayed, I'm your God. I'll strengthen you, I'll help you, I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. His love assures us. His presence lets us know that God is there for you, that God is always watching over you to calm your fears. Because you will have the fears as you go through the storms of life. And that calm settles your soul. Hopefully you've experienced that calm. But there's also always a calm right before a storm. That's the way it was in the Sea of Galilee that night. You see, uh, everything was calm and everything changed quickly. A great windstorm arose and the winds were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But Jesus was in the stern asleep in a cushion and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? The storm came out of nowhere. One moment, a peaceful, serene image. The next moment, chaos. Things changed so quickly. Just like life. And storms like that are not uncommon in the Sea of Galilee. Sea of Galilee is a lot like Big Spirit. It's round like a big bowl. And when the water gets moving, it sloshes. And they're the mountains of the north. And the cool air from the mountains of the north blow down on the, on the sea. And, and when, when it hits the fre- that fresh water, it's the largest, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the lowest freshwater lake on the face of the earth. And when that cold water hits that huge lake, the Sea of Galilee, winds, storms come out of nowhere in an instant. That's exactly what happened. And in our text, those winds came and it threatened not just to destroy Jesus' boat, but all the boats that were floating with Jesus. The whole convoy was about to go under. They were terrified. These were seasoned veteran fishermen. Nothing scared these guys, but they were scared. But Jesus sleeping. The disciples didn't like that. Why are you sleeping? Don't you care? Don't you know how bad it is? Don't you know we're about to drown? Don't you know we're about to die? Don't you care? Wow, how could they accuse Jesus of not caring? All Jesus had ever done is show them how much he cared. They had seen Jesus take up little infants in his arms and bless them with the kingdom of God. They had seen Jesus heal the blind and and make the lame run, raise the dead. They'd seen Jesus preach from morning to night, how he had patience with sinners, 
Every day was was an illustration of how much Jesus cared. He would cast demons out of people who were demon-possessed. Why? Because He cared for the people. Jesus, don't you know? Don't you care? Yet the disciples had the audacity to call into question whether Jesus cared or not. Storms of life do that, though. Storms of life call us to question. Is God there? Does God care? Is God punishing me? Where is Jesus now? Things are bad right now. Where is Jesus in the storms of your life? Does it ever seem as if He's sleeping? That He doesn't care for you? Well, that's what Job thought. In our Old Testament lesson, Job too had had a storm in life. A terrible thing happened to him. He lost all of his crops. He lost all of his income. He lost his house. He lost his children. And he lost his servants all in one day. That's not a storm. That's a hurricane of the worst sort. And in the midst of it all, where was God? That's what Job wanted to know. Don't you care? And God's message to Job? I'm the creator. I made everything. Were you there when I did it? Do you know how things work? Are you so brilliant that you understand this broken world? Were you there when I laid the foundations of creation? When I set the stars in the sky? Do you know how I did all those things, O son of man? Give me an answer. This is the Creator who has the power to help us. The Creator who has the power to calm us in the midst of any storm. The Creator who has the power to certainly bring us... uh, uh, you know, salvation. And He's the one who sends His own Son into the world. Sends His Son Jesus to die for our sins. How could He ever be accused of not caring for us? In all the storms of life, we know Jesus is in control. I hope you know that. Even in the midst of most devastating storms of life, we know God has a plan. He'll get us through. We'll be victorious. God's children always are. Even if it means death. And that's why Paul wrote, And all these things were more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Our appointed psalm today for this morning, we were reminded of all the promises. If the Lord had not been on our side, the flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn. And Psalm 46 reminds us, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. And Romans 8 says, neither height nor depth nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. A calm in the midst of the storm. 
The disciples were about to find that out. They woke Jesus. And the next thing that happened was amazing. Jesus woke up and He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And there was a great calm. Hmm, I love that. Chaos to calm. Storms often died down in the Sea of Galilee, but never like that. Never in an instant, never in a moment, never suddenly. But remember who Jesus is. He's the Creator that filled that sea. He's the Creator who moves the winds. He's the Creator that can speak to the millions of gallons that are in the Sea of Galilee. Peace be still! And in the wake of that proclamation and eerie calm. That's the way it is, was after Jesus' death too. The storm of His suffering, the storm of His punishment overwhelmed Him. My God, my God, why have You forsaken me? But once He paid the price for our sin, once He breathed His last It was finished. A peaceful calm. An eerie calm. He had won. The storm was done. A peaceful calm. Defeated sin. It's like a sponge. You know, a sponge absorbs water. And Jesus is like a sponge that absorbs all the things in our life and He takes it to Himself and then He goes to the cross and He suffers and dies to conquer it for you. All that devastation He sucked into Himself. The devastation of His death. But there was also the peaceful calm of the empty tomb. Jesus took the storm upon Himself and endured all that. That we might live. Jesus is God. And He's in the boat with the disciples. You'd think that would have comforted them. Jesus is God. He had proved it over and over again. You'd think the disciples would say, "Yeah, we got it made. We have God in the boat. You'd think that would matter too, that Jesus is God when we're going through the storms of our life. But it doesn't, at least not the way it should. Oftentimes, Even after the storms of life, we linger in fear. Even after the storms, we question, why did that thing happen? And even after the storms of life, we question whether God still cares for us. Hmm. And that's the way it happened for the disciples too. Even after the storm, even after the storm, when everything was eerily quiet, they lacked peace even though they were in the midst of a great calm. Jesus questioned their rational fears. Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with a great fear, and they said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And they were afraid. They were afraid of the great calm. It's understandable. Have you ever been in the wake of an F5 tornado? Those things are devastating. 
They'll suck the grass right out of the ground. There's chaos, there's devastation, there's death and destruction. It comes through, and as soon as the tornado is passed, peace, calm, everything in the wake of complete devastation and eerie calm. And they were afraid when the storm hit. They were afraid they were going to die. But after the storm, they were terrified of the eerie calm. Who is he? What can he do? They've been shaking Jesus to wake him up, and now they were shaking in the wake of his almighty power as he speaks to the wind and to the waves. Well, they'd see many more miracles that Jesus would do to boggle their mind. Their faith in Jesus would grow. Their resolve to serve and trust in Jesus would grow. They would become mighty men of faith. Yes, these men would die proclaiming Jesus as their Savior. And once they had realized that Jesus indeed has the power to rescue them, to deliver them, to be with them in the storms of life, everything changed. It changed how they lived. They became fearless saints for the Lord. And what about you? In your storms of life, do you become fearless saints for the Lord? Do you understand God's power to rescue you from all the storms of life? Do you understand who He is, what He's done? No matter the severity, yes. Well, then you know that one day He's going to use that divine power to call you safely home. To call you to His side, to heaven Himself, to be with Himself. And you'll never again have to face fear. There, storms will be only a distant memory. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.